Count us off, bro. Three, two, one. Radio Brando Man. Radio Brando Man. My brother and me. Yeah. Yeah. Little blink carousel inspired intro we did that live that's awesome and neither of us are musicians and this is hello and welcome to another episode of radio brendo man i'm brendan creasy i'm carson crashley we are of relations we're brothers put your guitar down carefully yeah thanks for uh covering for me as i put a guitar down Sorry. good to know you can yeah I, you have my back what are we doing? What is it? We're talking about Christmas. It's Christmas time. This is our Christmas episode. Yeah. Our uh, flaming Holiday Dumpster Yule Log Fire 24-Hour Holiday Special. I'm not going to be able to remember that. Well, that's cool. Just say it with me. Our flaming Holiday Dumpster Yule Log 24-hour Christmas special. This is a 24-hour-long podcast. Buckle up. I'm not ready for that. All right, fine. Well, then maybe we'll talk about, like, the most magical 24 hours. We're just going to piecemeal it together from each of our collective pasts. From the night before Christmas, all the all the events is just going to... We're just going to... That's all we're going to do. Christmas. Everything. Okay. Okay. Because we just we just Christmafied the house. Yeah, we put the got the tree today. We went out into the wilderness. We went to a chop your own Christmas tree farm and It was closed. It was closed. Apparently the tree farms the trees go like immediately. Yeah, I mean people are cutting them down like Christmas weeds. Good time to be in the tree farm business, which we are. Yeah. Yeah. I married into a Christmas tree farming family, the North Bend, where they filmed. Twilight? No, that's Forks. Twin Peaks. Oh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. I mean, maybe they did some exteriors in Twilight, but anyway, yeah. Well, they filmed some Twilight stuff in Portland. Well, it was kind of sad. It was sad for us to get a Christmas tree this way, because usually we have a tree up because Family Tree Farm opens. We're working there. We are Christmas tree labor. I'm slinging hot cocoa. And you get to chop down a nice new tree. And bring it home. Couldn't do that. Thanks, pandemic bomber. But we got a tree, the old-fashioned way. Went to a closed tree farm. On the way there, we went by a cut, some pre-cut trees, as we call them in the biz, pre-cuts. But we found a good one. Yeah, we got Dad's ornaments on it. That's right. I mean, the thing I was looking for in a tree this year was, will it fit in our topper? I don't want to have to tie it down. And it did, which is amazing. Just throw it up. Yeah. Got it bailed, wrapped up like a Christmas present, a Christmas tree wrapped up like a Christmas present. The dude there was like, do you want me to help, you know, tie it down? I was like, nope, just throwing it up there. Don't need it. Still tipped him, though, because, you know, I've been tree farm laborer. Yeah, many years worked at a tree. It's crazy because the tree farm farm. opens Thanksgiving. I go from like, what? It's Thanksgiving to, oh my God, Santa's here. 
and then boom. But this was a different year, so we didn't got a tree the old-fashioned way for us. Just go buy one. I mean, I've been actually told, I think that was one of the big turn-ons to my wife, who, you know, grew up in the tree farm business, is we... We have Christmas tree experience. We do. Hell yeah. We helped Paid us, for our summer camps. I got to go to Catalina in the summers by selling tree farm trees in the winter. Yeah, spending a night at the farm, the tree lot. Lot in San Diego. Yeah. Not, not too bad. One of them was next to, like, an old sizzler. It was the old sizzler, and it was in the old church's chicken. Yeah, it was near the so I remember we slept in the old church's chicken building. S- 2020, rest in peace, Sizzler. Is Sizzler done? Sweet tomato. Buffets are done, bro. Yeah. There'll be like these weird things. There'll be like these weird like house party type things. This is buffet, like Sizzler night. We're having a Sizzler party. <laughs> We're like, great, I'm bringing a mountain of moose. I went through a Sizzler phase like a year ago where I ate at Sizzler like once a week. I miss it. What? Did you get anything other than the salad bar? Yeah, I, I sampled you... the menu. I feel like you're a sellout now. But I would get the salad bar as well as like an entree. Any good hits from the menu? They had good steak. Did they? Yeah, it's pretty good. If you don't have to make it, it doesn't suck. Steak's great. I mean, I don't know. I'm not too picky. I remember going to my first salad bar as a kid and parents are like, have at it. And I came back with a plate full of chocolate mousse. And they're, yeah. they're like, okay, unaccompanied buffet trips, privileges revoked. I remember the chocolate mousse was so good. So good. I was like, what? It, it's not dessert. It was at the salad bar. I thought I had a sound legal argument. It's not dessert. It was next to the salad. We ate at that Sizzler and Encinitas like all the time. I remember someone told me, like, someone, like, was trying to shit-talk one of our wrestler acquaintances. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that took his prom date to a Sizzler. And I was like, hold up. Dude's my hero. (laughs) Guess where I took my senior prom date? Chuck E. Cheese. He changed my life, that man that took a prom date to a Sizzler. Love it. Nice. Who who do you think that was? Was it... Is either John or Pat? Was, yeah, I, for, I don't know which or which. I needed you to name them. Which one was the... Sounds like a John Finley thing to do. Finley. It must have been him. Um, but yeah. Those guys actually inspired a lot of shenanigans because I would say, if anything, influenced the previously well-traversed streaking incident where me and my friends They streaked got... in a football game in front of like a shit ton of people. And they got, they got, they, you know, it was like, no, it was like, ha ha ha, I guess that was our they kind were of like, model. They were in the yearbook. <sighs> that, that, that definitely probably was the influence. And that was probably like, how bad could it be? Like, I know a guy, he's, he's like a youth group cool guy. But they made it out of there. Yeah. They had a perfect plan. They used... They, they weren't had, even naked, though. They were in thongs. They had, they had socks on and thongs. Yeah, see, it. to me, that was like... And they had... Um, they had, uh, they had uh, masks on, like pantyhose over their heads. No. But they, none of that. That's rapey. They That's launched... Gross. So they launched water balloons over the back of the stands to, like, create a distraction. So the security, like, were looking at who was launching these water balloons... And then they did the streaking. They were like the Danny Oceans 11 of streaking. And they streaked towards the parking lot and just made it out. Made it out. Yeah, our school was very hard, easy to get off of. There were numerous. There was lots of ways to get out of that school. Yeah. 
It was very easy to get away from. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the security uh, features of Torrey Pines High School (laughs) off Carmel Valley Road. Uh, We're here, you know, we're doing our our, our flaming holiday dumpster Yule Log 24 hour. Okay, so 24 hours for Christmas. Yeah. What we're doing here, the goal is to kind of use our memories to create a perfect kind of 24 hour holiday experience, beginning with the night before Christmas. Like when you think of memories, nostalgia, wild times are on the board. And what do you think of? Who goes Night first? Before. We'll alternate. You you go you go first. Okay, I we'll say our we'll say our A answers on three. See if they're the same one. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Sting torpedo run. Torpedo run. The Christmas before we got torpedo run. We stayed up all night at Sea Point. Yes. That was mine. Dude, we got a point. We got a point right off the bat. You got I swear. <laughs> we're we're keeping scores. A game we're playing. If we get the same ones, that's a point for us. Creasy Crashly Brothers, one point. Tell tell us about this night. Paint the picture, well, bro. We, we were so hyped up because I think we knew we were getting a Nintendo. Like I think we had a pretty good idea. And that's crazy to me because I'm so stoked about the board game Torpedo Run. And Torpedo Run, we got it at the same I time. I forgot we got it was a Nintendo year, but. Um, yeah, we were a year late. Then most people got their Nintendos in '87. We were '88. Uh, still on the still in the well privileged zone. Yeah. Oh man, all my friends they got the Nintendo when they had the robot. I didn't get my Nintendo till '88. It came with Super Mario Brothers too. Man, my life was so hard. And it, Super Mario Brothers two had just come out, so we got that too. And we got Xevious. But I don't... That's not even... That's not what we want to talk about. I want to talk about this night. This epic night where we were so... I think, like, we ate a lot of cookies. We were really jazzed up. And we were hopped up on something. Because we stayed up. I don't remember going to sleep. Must have. The presents got under the tree. But we were in our room. I mean... And then I remember... Well, I think we went to... We went to bed crazy late. And we got up super early. And watched, like... 4 a.m. TV. <laughs> what was on at 4 a.m.? You're like <laughs> infomercials and like pre-cartoons. Yeah, there was preachers. Jazzer size. The weekend. Mouser size was on Disney Channel. But uh, the Seapoint, this was a, a a condo community in the San Diego suburbs. We had a ginormous room. It was a we big had a train room. set and bunk beds in there at one point. Yeah, giant train set, bunk beds. It had like it was like it had two. I can smell those the the, the little like H O scale moss trees. Yeah. and that smell. That's what that was, room smells was like. Was that also train set year? Because we got so much shit that year. I think mom and dad felt bad because they we moved schools. I think it was just like they had a I don't know because we got a lot of shit. I I knew uh, one of the I knew we had Christmas privilege. You would get, like everyone would like reconvene and then like you would talk on the playground. People would be like. Oh yeah, I got like um, you know five five dollars uh, from my grandparents uh, and a new backpack, and we're just like oh, we got a Nintendo and Torpedo Run, a ton of shit. Um, but it all went away. It all went away. But um, but I remember staying up like super late and just like being wild and crazy. And I remember because basically these there were condos. 
But ours had, it was like two master suites. Well populated by angry old people. Yeah. And there's like two master suites because we had like double mirrored closets that you would get in between. You'd see like a hundred of yourself. And um, our bathroom was attached to our bedroom. And it was just really big. And I remember we had dinosaur sheets. Uh, parents sprung for some stained glass mods. Oh, yeah. Modded it up. There's, Apparently the Homeowners Association hated that. They were not happy. It had a garage unit. That we got to turn into our own clubhouse. Our Ghostbusters clubhouse. Where we broke shit for no good reason. Because like, oh, it's not even... We can just break this keyboard that we're, that our parents are storing there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Mom and Dad. <laughs> Ugh, I thought it was our toy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a good night before. Did you have any runners-up? Uh, runners-up, probably karaoke nights in Modesto. Oh, oh yeah. I think that might come up later on my list. Yeah. Um, but I had some epic... Nights uh, before two houses ago, Rebecca and Rebecca had when uh, we lived, we shared her. Um, I moved in and we had uh, sh- she had this like you stayed there the link, the link. this place the link this nice downtown we were on, like the the top floor I had a great views of the city we had one of like our first Christmases by ourselves and we we were so in love. What'd you do with that scary clown you had? Uh, we uh, gifted it. Um, it was an epic, all-time epic, uh, rest in peace, fuck you 2020, uh, this bar theater, uh, would have epic Christmas, uh, gift exchanges, like white elephant gift exchange. And like, that's something like you want to wrap that up. So it came up, we, we brought, we got it at a gift exchange cause the dude had this clown picture, you know, that, that lawn ornament They're uh, they're problematic. Um, uh, but from home alone, the pizza guy kept running into, but picture a scary clown instead of just like you know a lawn jockey. Yeah. Um, and we got that as a Christmas gift. Rebecca loved it. It was creepy. It hung out on that patio there. <laughs> it was creepy. Um, but then, like six years later, we're at you know I, I have in the trunk of our of our Subaru, and then like you know the gift you know we're doing this big gift exchange like thirty people. It's epic. People are drunk, and someone pulls like my gift. And I'm like, oh, it's in the car. I run and I come in. And, like, there's, like, 30 drunk people cheering us. I'm, like, I'm hoisting up this, like, this, you know, it's, it's like, two and a half feet tall. It's, like, the size of a small Ewok, you know? <laughs> but it's an evil clown lawn ornament, and people are going crazy. It gets stolen twice and then traded after it's been frozen, after the whole thing. It was a highly desired item. Um, and we no longer have it, but, yeah, that was epic. Man. So we did the night before. Yeah. Um, Christmas morning. Okay, you go first. You want to try and go on three again? No. No? It's too long. Why? I can't describe it in one, like, a few words. Okay. Uh, the morning, the Christmas, uh, I guess it was, I think it was the one right after Dad died. It was a Christmas morning because we, we had us we were going, we were traveling on Christmas Day. No, no, we were traveling on Christmas, no, maybe it was two years later. The one we went to Beaver Creek. Oh, okay. We, we were like, you know, it was like... <laughs> we we realized we were being spoiled and was like, oh my goodness, we'll, we'll, let's, let's go on a ski trip. And we decided to leave Christmas Day because there was a good deal on airfare 
And Linda, Linda Smith, our friend Kevin Smith's mom, was our travel agent. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. You're going to save so much money on the airfare, and you'll get a limo. Oh, yeah, the limo incident. We were, like, hyped up. We were like, well, you're going to limo. Because, you know, like, I think I, we knew, like, we knew what limos were. Like, I'm in sixth grade. Well, you're in middle school. Like, when would we have been in one? We know, like, I think our mom, mom got one, got for, one a, for her 40th birthday. And we're like, we're going to go in a limo. And it's like, from where we lived to the airport, that's like a 40-minute limo drive. Yeah. Um, so we get an epic haul for Christmas because, you know, we just had a dead dad. Yeah. So I just remember getting everything nerfed, Master Blaster, check, more than one video I game. a bunch of Super Nintendo games. Yeah. Plus, we're going on a ski trip to Colorado, and we're getting picked up in a limo. So Christmas is here, presents, limo rolls up, we hear it's here. Brendan, describe this limo to the listeners. It's a van. It was a it was a courtesy travel van. It was a regular shuttle van. But we had it to ourselves. Yeah. And that's where I lost all respect for Linda Smith. <laughs> mom was so pissed. Was mom confused? Or do you think, you know, was, was Linda Smith confused? Somebody was both confused. are very probable. But I I remember um being hyped, um, yeah, wow, this is all about like, oh man, we went on this great ski trip and we thought we had a limo and we didn't. This is just, wow, this is a reflection on a, uh, on well, well-raised young men. We got stranded overnight on that ski trip. That's true. That was awesome. We, we got, got to a, ski at another... That was great. Keystone. Keystone. Hell Yeah. But yeah, so Christmas morning is all about the presents. So we're going to split the uh, present. My Christmas oh, oh, morning. Yeah, I guess you have to talk, too. This is a good way to make sure that I let you talk, too. My Christmas morning um, was... They kind of blend together, but there's a big Christmas at Sereno Court, which is our house, where it was like... We got a new computer. Um, the first computer we got, it was like a IBM clone. It didn't have a hard drive. It had like two disk drives. And the games were... Every game we had for it was like five or six disks. Yeah, a lot and, of disks. And, uh, but it was just cool going downstairs and there was this computer and we got a shit ton of Nintendo games. But there was just a shit ton of presents. Big, giant tree. And like I remember that was a Christmas. Like Our whole family came in. Even Aunt Sissy came down from Long Beach. And uh, it was like cousin Kathy and like I remember she had like some of her marine friends came and I remember playing Nintendo with them and oh you're pretty good kid but it was just like your very picturesque Christmas morning with like big house big family knowing what goes into that having had one Christmas with a big family it's a lot of lot hats off to you it it uh Mom must have gone nuts. Yeah. Doing with all that. Especially with all the creases there. Like, all the creases were there. What's the payoff? And I remember we played Axis and Allies for, for two like days. Two days. I was like, can we play the one with the ninja? Shogun. Uh, I went on a quest to find a copy of Shogun, and it's they changed the name. I wanted the original, like now it's called like Samurai Sword or something. But that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that was a good gift. 
That's up there on my list. We're on the gifts, gifts. yeah. So you you start this category. Well, this one for me is easy. The best gift you ever received. Uh, we'll start, start with received. That'd be the NES baby. What's a NES baby? Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, it's like that'd be the NES baby. Like you were like, but I thought it's like a NES baby. Is that like a Yoda baby? Is that like a baby Yoda? <laughs> No, definitely the Nintendo. You brought that up twice. Best morning, best gifts. The Nintendo's having a good, I good fucking, run here. I mean, the Nintendo was like the greatest thing that happened to my generation, so... To your generation. Maybe to yours. What about the internet, bro? I mean, it was pretty big, but the Nintendo was like... What about gay marriage? I still think Nintendo. <laughs> You've put Nintendo hours. over over the right to marry the person you love. Nintendo provided hours of entertainment, but the right to marry can save you so much on your taxes. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, we'll see. Rendo dropping hints. <laughs> He's got some Christmas romance brewing. No, no. Okay. Um. But yeah, so that Nintendo was, and. It was just one of those things that, like, every kid wanted, and every kid had it, and we had it. And Dad got us a little bit of a fumble on the initial games. We got Super Brothers 2, which was Super Brothers, Mario Brothers 2, which was very weird. Yeah, the fever dream. But fun. And then he got us Xevious, yeah, which was, cool. was but- hard as fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, you renting games was so fun. Yeah, renting games. The crapshoot of renting games was like... And we had E.T. Video right down the street. Right next door to Hungry Howie's Pizza. The Hungry Howie's Pizza, which is still there, by the way. Still greasing up that crust? putting Oh, that Parmesan, Parmesan cheese on the crust? Oh, fuck. I love that crust. Hey, good for Howie. Good for <laughs> Howie. I remember Hungry Howie's day at school was always a big day. All right, what's what's your gift? Oh man, it was, there was a torpedo great, run. No, although that was awesome, it was just so big and epic. But we played it like it must. We played it like twice, and then like the pieces I remember, lost. Well, Shoots. I remember the ship broke. It's kinetic, yeah. It was like a rubber band. You have to have two subs that like shoot at each other. Those are your shooters. Crossfire is a superior shooter game, which we also had and was dope. Yeah. Um, definitely. But I rem- just watched a, a recent Saturday Night Live where they made fun of um, getting the Lexus uh, on Morris Night and the guys broke. Like, it was a great sketch. It's like, what, what are you doing? Like, we can't afford this. Yeah, well, like, the, the one with the recent commercial I saw where, like, the guy buys two, two of them, <laughs> two, like, giant. Like, if that happened to be, like, it's like, you'd be fucking sleeping on the couch for like, I mean, we did buy a house during the pandemic, but. That's more of you an didn't investment. You should tell buy two vehicles without telling your. No, oh, yeah, you didn't tell. It's a major purchase. But anyway, uh, knowing that that would be so dumb to ever have, ha- you know. But uh, one morning I woke up and uh, my wife had got me an e-scooter. Oh yeah, and this was like after the first summer, and they were I, we lived like within a very reasonable walking distance of our downtown workplaces, but. 
where I was lazy, I would take the, you know, I would I would take the you light rail because it was by a light rail. But when these scooters dropped, it was cheaper for me. It was this perfect route because I could get, I could go through the campus. They used to not stop and freeze on the PSU campus in the early morning. Just like carve my way down there, get to work in like six minutes. And then it's like, boom, it was like less than bus fare. And then they went away. But then my, my wife got me a scooter. Um, but here's the thing about the buy your own scooters is they don't have the same engine engines go, as the street go, go. ones. And I'm a hefty lad. And I even know, like, <laughs> when I was like the first summer, there was like, oh, there's the lines, there's the birds, there's, you know, there's a whole variety of, you know, spin, whatever. Um, and uh, I knew which ones could, could uh, you know, could tow, tow, tow my two bills, two, two and a half bills around town. And the scooter my wife got me, God bless her, uh, I test rode it and it was awesome. It was fun. But I was like, oh, you know, getting to work is going to be no problem. But getting home from work, I've been doing a lot of pushing. Um, and I still loved it. Um, but also, the downfall of owning your own scooter, one of the joys of having, of using the city shares, like... You never have to worry about charging I would freestyle through PSU. I did, a, I did a, like, a two-step, like, drop off of, like, a little, like, little, like, curb, like, side, you know, like, planter. Shattered the neck off a Lime scooter. I just, like, scanned it back into the app, walked 20 yards, and scanned in a new one. And, you know, that's what, you know, now I'm worried about this scooter... You know, functionally didn't work out, has a happy ending at one of my comedy shows, sold it to a drunk friend of mine to charity, for charity. Nice. Keep Portland Well is 70 or $90 richer because I pawned it off on a generous drunk friend of mine. Uh, I owe Adam a few drinks for that. Adam Ray, not listen. Thanks for your donation. Keep Portland Well. That was my gift. Ooh, next category. What 24 hours of holidays? No, present gave. Oh, present gave. Of course. Do you want to go first on this one? I just talked for a long time. Sure. Mine is hard because I don't remember a lot of gifts. I'm a bad gift giver. I don't know. Why do you think that is? It's because you're broke. No, just kidding. I am broke most of the time. I can prove to take money. Well, what 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 is it? Um. Well, it's probably mom's computer. Because it was just like the first gift. I feel like I was like getting mom something she really needed and actually could appre- like appreciate it. And that feels good. I remember like when we bought her like we would team our mom and get her like a keyboard or something. It felt good. Yeah. And instead of her giving us ten dollars. And then we spend it on, like, something for, like, $4 and then spend the rest on ourselves. Yeah. Mom got a lot of Woolworth socks. I got a lot of Woolworth bullshit for a lot of years. And 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 then and she, I mean, on the computer, I, she finally, it stopped working, so. But that was years ago. And, uh. I had a good run. And it was, like. A good son. I worked really hard and I had a good job and I could afford it. Yeah. So that was best gift I ever gave. I gave the gift of six foot eight <laughs> from Parts Unknown. I gave the gift of The Undertaker. That's not my runners up of best gifts I ever got. 
My runners-up of of gifts I ever got was Pager Watch. Oh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Even though, because it's a crafty parenting move. Like, this is a cool thing. You can get surf reports and sports scores, and I will know where you are at every moment. The leash. Um, but it also was how we found out Princess Diana passed away. Princess Di dies. I'll never forget that page. We were with Paige Smith. We were with Paige at the we park. We got a page with Paige. Princess Di died. At the park. A poem by the Creasy Crashley Brothers. Um, but yeah, I gave, I gave you an uh, Undertaker cutout. Where'd you get that thing? Probably like a Suncoast or Spencer's. Oh, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace, malls. I, I had that stand-up in my college dorm. And people thought you were dope. It was awesome. And and then like when I moved to Wisconsin, a Gion... People are like, hey, who's the guy with the Undertaker? It. I want to hang out with him. By the way, my name's Matt. I'm in a band. Maybe we'll be big someday. <laughs> or Phil. Wait, I don't know. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought you know, given my brother... Shopping for you was always really easy because I will just be like, what would I really want? And we proved that point when one time we each gave each other Koosh Frisbees, the whoosh. Oh, yeah, we both got the whoosh. <laughs> Kind of both figured it out when we uh, wrapped them. Kind of hard to unless you put them in a box. But yeah, um, the runner-up gift that I ever gave was um, one year for um, when, when I was at Santa Fe Christian Middle School. I got all my teachers gift cards to Taco Bell, but they were for like one dollar each, <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. I th- See, I was just like, you're like, well, who are your comedy interests? <laughs> Can't even buy a taco. <laughs> no, this is the 90s. Oh, so you can buy, buy a taco. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every single one of them was touched. They loved it. <laughs> they were that because one, like your middle schoolers, like they got like you they knew money. No one, no one, uh, you know, no one gave them gifts, and they went, you know, they, our, our classmates were a bunch of rich snobs, and like they knew like it was coming from their parents. But they could probably tell that they, they knew our story. Oh, this is you know, this is one of the kids with the dead dad, and, and they gave me a, he gave me this card. Probably looks like he spent his own money. He gave me a dollar at Taco Bell. And I was I was, like, I was loud laughing. I was like, it's a, I gave you a taco. <laughs> I got straight A's, except for I got a B plus in math, so it worked. It was a good investment. What was the best thing I ever gave you? Some Wii games? Uh, uh, yeah, you gave me some good Wii games. Some Blu-rays when you got a Blu-ray player? No, those are dope. Um, I gave you some non-G.I. Joe action men one year, but they were like little guys. They're like little guts. Those like guts guys. Those are dope. Those are rad. I was jealous of those. Those are good. I've, I've given my wife some cool stuff. Uh, but I'm trying to guess what you would say. And so me saying that time I got you like five records from the first fest from the festival where we met. That's a good gift. That time I was broke, but we love ramen. So I went to the, you know, the Asian supermarket and got us ramen bowls and you love them. And I spent like nine dollars but you like teared up all the time he just wrote you a whole bunch of notes because i love you and it's easy writing you notes so there's a lot i'm not putting on here but i want to let you know i mean every any gift that has heart behind it is a great gift i remember when i was like five or six 
wrapping up things in the house and giving them to mom and dad. <laughs> oh, like not on Christmas? On For like birthdays and Christmas. And oh, that's what, that was your move? I'm going to pull that move with uh, my little one. I gave. I remember I gave mom like a travel guide, <laughs> like a triple I wrapped up like a triple A guide. Wouldn't it be funny if like one Christmas we found their like um, after we had found their um, the joy of sex books, <laughs> and we wrapped those up, gave it to mom, and said it was from Santa. They would each think it was from the other, and then they talk about it in private afterwards, and they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you didn't, and I didn't, maybe they would think Santa's real. I don't know. Kids, if you're listening, go into your parents' bedrooms or bathrooms. Check all the covers. Maybe you'll find some weird stuff. Wrap it and say it's from Santa. You're welcome. <laughs> that would have been funny. All right, we got to keep going here. Um, What's next? Holiday blowout. Oh, easy. Say it on three. One, two, three. Unstable unicorns. Unstable unicorns, yeah. <laughs> you tell this one. Well. Or do you remember because you were so high on your drugs at the point? I was on my drugs and I was just really out of it. And you were up in Portland. Up in Portland and Carson was busting my chops. But I was just like kind of, you know, leave, you know. Just poking to see if there was life. So, you know, I wanted to see blood just to know that there was blood in those veins because he was such a five antipsychotic medicine zombie. You know, I wanted to. And we were playing this game on stable unicorns, <laughs> yeah. and we got into an argument about a questionable move that I probably made. I was probably um, taking advantage, uh, probably being um, strategic. Creatively strategic um, is what I call it. Cheating is what my family members call it. Uh, my brother called me out on it, and one thing led to another. We have, you know, Rebecca's there, and she's dropping stuff, and Mabana's <laughs> there, and there's, she's kind of like, maybe we need to go to Sookie's downstairs. <laughs> yes, they were likely we, It was one of the only times we've, like, screamed at each other, as adults especially. I mean, it's not throw like stupid shit, just like me, like literally, like you know what I mean? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, you talked about you were screaming about how like I know I'm like this, but if I'm not like this, I want to kill myself every day. And you're always doing this to me my whole life. You're a bad brother. You're a bad person. <laughs> Good people wouldn't do this. <laughs> this is really. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of truth. You know, a lot of stuff I've been, you know, not wanting to face. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a blowout. Yeah, tis the season. Whew. But you know, then you know things got way better after that. Like you went home and almost killed yourself a couple of times. But you know, brothers, you know, bounce back, and we did. Yeah, we did. There's a whole podcast about it. Yeah. A runner up to the time we. <laughs> We were playing Life on my Kindle Fire, and I thought you were cheating. <laughs> oh, I didn't have a runner-up for me. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> I yelled at you, and then I went to bed early. 
All right, on to the foods. Yeah. What is the best Christmas dinner? Uh, for me, it's like uh, dinner in Modesto. I was going to say Christmas crab. Yeah, Christmas crab. Just all the food. They had so much food there. We had like ham and turkey. And They're so nice. They're, this is how nice they were. They Probably like the first year we visited... They're like, wow, those guys eat a lot. Make sure we get more crab next year. And they didn't even tell us. <laughs> and then, like, Courtney's mom would send me home with, like, one time she sent me home with a whole turkey. She just gave me a turkey. It's one of those, like, oh, I get one at work kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, I had some points. And, like, and I, at the time, I was, like, really pretty poor. I was living in San Diego above my means. And... So having all that food really helped. So Modesto is home to good holiday holiday memories. Yeah, lots of like quite uh, like, good gala wine, almonds. Oh yeah, like, like hot toddies, and uh, eating a lot, eating a lot of food. Oh, my my uh, my runner-up was uh, whiskey and uh, tequila at the Graduate, which is a bar in Berkeley. Where when uh, when I was in my twenties and done with school, but I couldn't afford to fly home, or just maybe so, maybe, yeah, couldn't really get out of town. Me and my buddy Cole, who I lived with, we we had a lot of uh, you know we we're like twenty two, twenty three year old dudes hanging out at the local bar. Because we've got nothing better to do. But that's one of those cool... Every adult should have that time where the bartender, like, locks the door and, like, lights up a cigarette. It's like, you guys can stay. And you're like, sweet. <laughs> and I have us on Christmas. This bartender... Yeah. It was good times. But then you wake up the next morning vomiting. And you're like, oh, man. I miss my family. <laughs> but that free alcohol was really good. So thank you, bartender from The Graduate. One of the first Burning Man types that I let. I think she was telling me a lot about her her snake and about how cool Burning Man is. And I appreciated the stories. Nice. And the libations. I'm trying to remember. I mean, like, I had, like, there was Christmas. I worked at Disneyland. That must have been magical. Ugh. The first time. Like, working on Christmas Day sucks. Especially when people are like... But you get the money. I mean, that's the only way you make money at Disneyland is working overtime and on holidays. Yeah. And getting treated like shit. Because it's also like our busiest days of the year. So I'm like working main entrance and just... It's a fucking shit show. And uh, people are not at their best. A lot of people drinking the schnapps in their coffee. <laughs> but then, um, what else? I had a couple, like, I had a Christmas. What about Christmas uh, or seasonal, wintry, seasonal holiday foods? Well, my number one is eggnog. And not eggnog anything. Ugh. One Christmas party, I tried to drink a six-pack of uh, Bigfoot Sierra Nevada barley wine. Holy shit, that's a lot. And was also, like, drinking eggnog heavily that night. <laughs> oh, my God. 
the joke. Oh, that Bali one's like 15% Well, it used alcohol. to be a challenge. Like, my college friends, when you're, like, new to drinking and you treat it like jackass, we're like, here's a new challenge. Try to drink a whole six-pack by yourself of barley wine. You'll see Bigfoot. You know, well, you'll never know because if you finish, you'll black out. And everyone who tried blacked out. Yeah. And I blacked out and was vom- vomit. I blacked out halfway between vomit, shitting, eggnog. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So uh, eggnog I like. Used to like it more. You got me into eggnog because I was not that into eggnog. And then one time we just went and bought some eggnog and drank it in my car or something. You know? Yeah, people who do it right and they whip their own and it's like hand whipped. And it's like, ooh, it's almost like a cappuccino foam. It's really good. Um, but holiday beverages, maybe that's okay, Gary. Um, I like the uh, Black Rock Coffee, the Rockstar uh, what are what are those things we got today? Peppermint, yeah, they're really good. You can get a minty Rockstar beverage, sugar free even. Um, probably cancer in a cup, but man, it could get you wired. Uh, also a fan of the pumpkin spice cold brews with an extra shot cuts the sweetness. Yeah, those pumpkin cold brews are good. But then like foods, like I mean, I like ham more than turkey. I think. Always, especially on Christmas, because like oh, I just had turkey. Yeah, I'm, I'm like definitely over turkey. I'll take duck. I've never had duck on Christmas. I had duck. Only time every year, every year, I'm like, I want to get a, like a, a whole like duck on Christmas for the family, and I was maybe it's not too late. We got that exotic Christmas bird meat store. Maybe, maybe they got duck over there. All right. All right. Christmas season, Christmas is not complete, especially in our family, without movies. Yeah. So, Christmas movie. You go first. Uh, it will always be Die Hard. <laughs> and if it's not Die Hard, it's Die Hard the Musical, which is definitely a Christmas musical. Uh, it's a play that uh, friends of mine made. Um, and it's wonderful. And you can stream it on something. This holiday season. You can? Yeah, it's cool because this is great. It's a small, you know, Portland comedy theater made Die Hard the Musical. Uh, A friend of mine, Sean, plays Bruce Willis, John McClane. Uh, Our friend, Landy, she plays Hans Gruber. Yeah. She's awesome. And their boyfriend-girlfriend, okay? So that was sweet. It was so successful. They've done it like three years. Year two... They got engaged. Sean proposed. John McClane proposed to Hans Gruber during a performance of Die Hard the Musical at the Funhouse Lounge in beautiful Portland, Oregon. That is Christmas. That that's a that's a movie. That's that's one of the greatest love stories ever told. Hmm. Oh, where'd you guys meet? Well, you know, when he proposed, you know, I was Hans Gruber and he was John McClane. Our cigarettes kissed from her mouth mm-hmm. a little kissing cigarettes between the lines it's beautiful <laughs> you saw it you saw the musical what do you think yeah it's great very tolerable very funny that shit just happened yeah I remember because we were like Brendan you're going to be so excited we're going to go see Die Hard the Musical and you're like yeah we saw it last year <laughs> I'm on five psychotics no, it's good. I like the scene where they're dancing, Twinkie. 
Oh, you you know those guys? That's Brendan when he was more drugged up. Your Christmas movie. My favorite Christmas movie. Die Hard's my runner-up, but my favorite is All I Want for Christmas. Half a point. All I Want for Christmas starring Ethan Embry and Thor Birch. Oh, that's a good one. It's like Parent Trap at Christmas. You know, kids kids of the 80, late 80s, 90s whose parents were separated, <laughs> divorced. Yep. That's, that, that's and I saw it right for Christmas. I saw it at a time when my parents were separated. Might have, yeah, I think either that or it was Dead Dad. I don't know. It was later. <laughs> Remember after Dad died when like you have friends that are like, oh, my parents would have I would be like, like yeah. Like my butthole, bro. I'm in the DDC. You're in the divorce dad club. Different D's. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Christmas movie. What about movie that you saw on Christmas? Oh, that's easy. What? Toys. Oh, what? That movie sucked. I love that movie. It was so weird. It's fucked up. Although, I did think it was really cool that LL Cool J wanted to camouflage it's always do you think he just wanted to work with robin williams he wanted to be in the movie that movie looked the trailer was an all-time trailer yeah i think it's a great i like it's such a weird movie I, it's not a great but you movie. watch the movie and you're like what that's so weird and then you rewatch the trailer you're like uh buyer beware i guess yeah i don't know i like it <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Christmas, watching movies on Christmas. Was mom and dad went and saw, like, Hoffa or something, and we saw toys. did Joan Cusack play a sex doll in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> like a precursor to, like, real dolls? It was more like AI. Uh, AI yeah, was a Kubrick movie about sex dolls originally, bro. Everything's about sex dolls, if you ask me. <laughs> Give me a movie, any movie, I will tell you how it is about a well, sex Well, another doll. runner-up is probably Hook. Hook? Here's how Hook is about a sex doll. Well, I was just saying Christmas movie we watched on Christmas. Why do you think Hook is so angry all the time, bro? Because he's cursed. He's in love with a sex doll that he can't hold because she's inflatable. And he can never hold her because he has a hook hand. And that's where his pain and anger comes from. That is how Hook is about a sex doll. What's your favorite movie you watched on Christmas? Um, Ali. <laughs> did I see that on Christmas? I used to you see saw that with me in Wisconsin. Oh, man. And it was like f- I think three was hours like, long. It was probably Thanksgiving. What was a uh, Little Nicky and... Yeah. That was a Thanksgiving, so I guess that doesn't count. Um, but there was an era where if I was alone for the holidays on the day, I would go to the movies. Oh, yeah, me too. Watch all of them. For sure. So um, there's any number of movies. But one of the first times I did that, um, I think I was also stranded with a buddy, Dustin, for some reason. And we went and saw Harry Potter like a month, the first one, like a month after because it came out, I think, around... Because we were, like... Yeah. We're, we're adults. It was, like, Harry Potter came out. And we were, like, too old to have read the books. Like, I only had, like, one or two, like, nerdy friends that read the books. I was like, nah, these books are... People are... It's a big deal. So I convinced a buddy of mine as we're, like, 19. I was like, let's go see Harry Potter. And my buddy was like, no, he's dumb. It's like, kid. I was like, no, it was magical. I loved it. <laughs> and I, I saw, like... Every single Harry Potter, like the day it came out after that. 
some of the last exciting midnight movies I went to were like the Harry Potter midnight shows. Yeah, I went to the last few midnight Harry Potters. Because they got most of them in there before things changed. No, there was still like two after. Well, I saw... I saw... Um, no, I didn't see the last one. Because I saw one of them with you. The one where Dobby died. That was a sad one. That was Deathly Hollows Volume 1, I think. Part 1. I saw that in Modesto. At the Brendan Theater. Alright, what's next? Um, Christmas Party! You go first. Well, it wasn't really an official party, like a traditional party, but the night out we had with Elizabeth and Judd. Oh, that... Oh, we just went to, like, all, like, the local San Diego We went to the Encinitas bars. (laughs) That's a great pick. That's that, if I remember that. We freestyle raft in the parking lot. We did. We did. I don't remember that. We had buttery nipples. It was $2, you call it. Judge Christmas it was, was Judge's twenty first birthday. Because he was never because his birthday he always was had that my birthday was Chris gets lumped together with Christmas, and it was his twenty first birthday. Yeah. Like he has all these friends in college that he's like boom. Well now I'm in San Diego, and some of my friends are twenty one, some aren't. Brendan was twenty one. I had a fake ID because I was a cool kid, uh, but our cool friend Liz was like, I'll take these boys out. <laughs> Which is, it, there is a level of irony here because Liz is our mom's friend who our mom met when she was a teen. My mom was an adult. Liz was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, who were in the program. In the program, yeah. Uh, but, you know, had a good time. And we just kept on seeing people from like our. You kept on pointing out people from our high school I saw, or from elementary I saw Courtney Molnar from like Whoa. elementary school. <laughs> I was like, who? And like, I'm like, Buzz. I'm like, hey, Courtney. It's my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a bar. I'm an adult. I can talk to people because I'm buzzed. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. I had... Um, oh, it was... Cause the, the, the parties you would go to over Christmas break would get pretty wild. Oh, I went those to some first, pretty... Like, like those kids, first few years after high school. Because kids go out to all over the country... And learn all these weird, exotic ways to drink yeah. and then come back. So, like, yeah, my friend Mark from, like, you know, theater school was like, oh, we used to have these parties where we'd juggle. And then we were juggling as a group, and then we would pass a beer. And if you'd mess up the juggle, you had to drink your beer. I was like, what? And then people were like, no, well, we play King's Cup like this. It's nine Buster Rhyme, eight, and, and everyone had their different rules and different games. Like, oh, these just quarters, and this is flip cup. And oh, you don't play. And so, like, it's... It's a bad news. Like, not all my friends survived that, to be honest. Rest in peace, Alex Page. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, yeah, but um, but I got back, and I was like, some of my college friends, I met... I like, almost died at a holiday party. Yeah, it's bad news. <laughs> Parents, I'm going to remember that. When my kid comes home, it's like, oh, I'm just going. I'm like, because now they're adults. They know tricks. And so it's just like, you want to give them from, like, no. Tell them a bunch of sad stories from my childhood. We knew kids that die, literally. This is our podcast. Had sad one of the saddest stories. Alex Page. Ugh. You know, it was one of those things. Like people back in town for holidays. People were coming home from a party. They drove a drunk. You know, the the driver was probably intoxicated. Hits a fire hydrant. It was like, oh no, everyone's been drinking. So everyone runs out of the car. 
flees on foot. They left Alex in the car. And, you know, and there's, like, those rumors that are like, and it wasn't the car crash. He drowned in the bottom of the car. Sad-ass story, dude. Yeah, and he was a good guy. He was a really good guy. He was a shiny, he was a bright, shining star. Um, yeah, but anyway. He was, like, he was a skater kid. He was always, I was always, he like. He was more of a surfer. We hung out with skaters. Yeah. And surfers. Yeah, safe. Had good style. He like wore like big belt buckles as like a fashion accessory. Made him cool. Anyway, nice guy too. Um, yeah, not all those who wander are lost. Yeah. But um, anyway, derailing the momentum. So you oh, I went to this wild party, but I went to this party where I had learned a few tricks. So I had kind of widened my net, kind of toughened up, got a little, I guess, more streetwise. So I had this party in, like, Escondido, and these, like, these dudes rolled up who I, were friends from my friend, her, like, high school, but let's just say they were not the college-going crowd. <laughs> and, like, I'm just drunk. I'm just there. I'm trying to hook up with my friend. I eventually did. Nice. Um, but my wallet goes missing from this party, and I'm just like, I knew I knew exactly where. I, I left on like a coffee table because I was probably like, oh, look, oh, I used to be a projectionist. This is a this is a, a, a piece of the film from Fight Club. I used to do. But I left my wallet, disappeared. But then, like, I started making friends with the tough guys that I thought, you know, stole my wallet. So I was like, you know, doing party tricks, like opening a beer with my teeth, just like shooting the shit with the guys. And then eventually, like, their leader was like, yeah, you're a cool dude. And then, like, I won him over. I, like, bro, I, like, I, like, bro wooed him. I wooed him as a bro. Like, I just, like, <laughs> hypnotized him with my dude tricks and was like, yeah, I'll shotgun a beer with you. Oh, you know, these shots, we call these tequila poppers. Put some brr, 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 pound it with Sprite. Blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, it was cool. And then, like, 20 minutes after we became best friends, he's like, hey, man. Hey, one of my buddies was in the bathroom and found your wallet. Must have fallen out. I was like, yeah, dude, must have, dude. Thanks, dude. I knew you were a cool guy. It's like I got my wallet back from these ruffians. <laughs> these guys gave your wallet back because yes, they thought you were because cool. Because I was a dude. I was a chill bro. Got my wallet back. Wow. Anyway, what is the one thing you want to cancel from Christmas? Uh, I just had, I didn't really know, but I had the, the fake war on Christmas bullshit dumb it's very dumb i'm sick of it i'm sick of hearing about it on the news reading about it on facebook are you a party to it no because i'm on the phones all the time and you hear me i'm leaving voicemails i'm like i'm like i'm happy holidays but happy holidays is fine it's fine with me and if someone says merry christmas you want to say to them merry christmas i say happy chinooka (laughs) happy chinooka um, no, yeah, Happy Holidays is fine. People get upset about that. The way, it's a fake war. It's like a news story that people want. I think people... No, it's dumb. It's, it's canceled. I want to cancel uh, Mistletoe because um, consent is... matters. Stop being creepy with the mistletoe. And we all know from Batman Returns that it's deadly if you eat it. And a kiss is even deadlier if you mean it. Watch Batman Returns. You can look me in the eyes and quote that line to me any day. I think I think your life would be my life would be more fulfilled. That's a runner up on my favorite Christmas movie list. That's a good one, Scott Paul Rubens as well. Yeah. 
Now, was that something where we dumb kids? Isn't Ugg from Salute Your Shorts in it too? Do you think he plays one of those? Guys I don't think maybe? that's Ugg. I think when we, we just were kids, we were Ugg. like, that guy looks like Ugg from Salute Your Shorts. We'll confirm this later. Um, but I, for twenty years of my life, I believed it to be true. So I'm not going to research it later. In my mind, that is Ugg, one of the henchmen, the one who like steals a microphone and takes the baby. I'll just say thanks. That's Ugg from. Which just sucks is, like, if there weren't smartphones, we could be like, hey, and you can tell your friends that they won't know, but they will know. Have you ever made the mistake of being like, oh, did you know that, um, did you know that, uh, oh, what's it? He's a, he's a Hollywood, who's the Back to the Future, Doc Brown? What's the actor's Christopher name? Lloyd? Christopher Lloyd also produces, um, you know, television shows. Such as that family show that wins all. Anyway, there's a different Christopher Lloyd. Hmm. Uh, I made an ass of myself on this podcast by not knowing the show he produces. The one with Al Bundy in it that's newer. Oh, uh, Modern Family? Modern Family is produced by Christopher Lloyd. Not that Christopher Lloyd. (sighs) That was rough. I need you. But yeah. That's canceled. Christopher Lloyd, canceled. Mistletoe, canceled. Uh, Christmas song. Christopher Lloyd looked really old when he was really young, and now he is old? Yeah, it's kind of like Wilford Brimley kind of thing. Hmm. Because he looked old in Back to the Future, but he wasn't old. He looked old in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, but he wasn't old at all. He was probably 25, 27. Just out of college-ish. Should we end with a song? What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh. My favorite Christmas song is Christmas Rapping. Who's that? Well, the version that I like is by the Spice Girls. What? They rap? No. Christmas Rapping is the name of the song. It goes, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, but I think I'll skip this one this year. Merry Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yeah. I like that song. Um, and now we owe royalties to the Spice Girls, or whoever wrote that song. It's uh, a UK group. Was it the Vandals? Is it My First Christmas? As a woman? Shout That's a great out. one. I loved it. Because to me, it... My penis, chop it off. My penis, it normalized. Off. Well, that's not true. But it got me thinking about trans early, and not necessarily a, a negative way. Um, and My First Christmas as a Woman, shout out to uh, Eddie Izzard. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is going to be Eddie Izzard's first Christmas um, with, you know, he, she pronouns, or she, her pronouns. Yeah. Well, that went really bad. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, bro. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, bro. bro.